The all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe is equipped with everything you need to break free from the dull work week and embark on an adventurous weekend with your family. The all-new Hyundai Santa Fe's features like available H-Track all-wheel drive, standard third-row seating, available dual wireless charging pads ensure you can take on any adventure. Available H-Track all-wheel drives so you can take on the dirt trails and kick up some mud. Standard third-row seating so your whole family can experience the thrill together. Available dual wireless charging pads so no one gets stuck in the great outdoors with a dead phone. Whether you're tailgating out in the dirt lot, Carter Finley, shout out Carter Finley, or whether you're whitewater rafting, taking the entire family on an adventurous trip, maybe you're out camping at Mount Rogers. I used to go as a kid, wish my parents had a Hyundai Santa Fe. The Hyundai Santa Fe is perfect for your family outing. Learn more about the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe at HyundaiUSA.com. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. The perfect combination of versatile athleisure and training apparel has arrived. Thanks to the visionary minds of New Balance, Clutch Athletics, and Rich Paul, the designs reflect the heart of the athlete and the spirit of the community. With rising defensive stars Will Anderson and Chase Young on the roster, Clutch Athletics brings the best innovative gear to all athletes, giving them style and performance on and off the field. Learn more and purchase Clutch Athletics at NewBalance.com. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Big Six Podcast, CBS Sports Daily. NFL Podcast, I'm Robinson, I'm your host. It's time for Super Bowl Best Bets. Joining me to do so to talk about the best selections for your wager entertainment in Super Bowl 57, Pete Prisco and RJ White. What's happening, fellas? What's up, boys? How's it going? Pete's already 1-0. He had the over, he set the over-under on when will Brinson show up, and I took the under, believing in you. And in I, I would have told you to take the over in that one. Um, I would plead at least a little bit of like non-usual tardiness ignorance or something because i was coming from a work thing and i uh, had to set up the roadcaster which obviously i should have done before i had to sprint out to interview diva samuel earlier me and brinson were up crack of dawn breakfast this morning we were the early i was i, I was the earliest guy up i could not sleep i don't know what is going I on can't I sleep sleep great in hotel rooms i just cannot sleep um looking at last week oh my god did i get one in six I've been one and seven. Oh, boy. I don't think mine was much better. Uh, RJ went three and one. Pete went 0 and two. I went one and seven. I'm now eight and 14 in the playoffs. So you should be fading the sugar out of me and printing cash. RJ now stands at eight and five. Pete at six and five. Uh, I have, I, I, have think, to, I, I don't think I went 0 and two. I think I was worse than that. And I think I won one. Okay. Well, I had, to, I was, I mean, I'm, I had tied, I'm tied for the most wins. Yeah, we knew there was a strategy going in when you threw eight or nine props. Right, or just, 10 props. You got three and six. just kept throwing things against the board, and I'm like, okay, you're gonna you're gonna have the win count, but <laughs> with right. like twice as many games played. The win total is great. The uh, the win percentage not so much. You know, look, uh, no need to uh, dilly dally and, and linger on the the uh, the conference championship round. We just dive right in and look at the Super Bowl. The line: Eagles minus one and a half, and over under of fifty one. Pete, talk to me about this game and why you like. What you like, which I believe is the Chiefs, yes? Yeah, I'm, a, I'm on the Chiefs and the over. Uh, I think, look, we've talked about this game a ton already, and I know we're going to do it in, uh, another 
few more days before the game. That's what you do with the Super Bowl. But I, I just – when this comes down to me, it comes down to the quarterback. I'm not so sure how healthy Jalen Hurts is. He hasn't thrown the ball very well and hasn't needed to in the postseason. Uh, but I think, you know, Mahomes getting another two weeks, he'll be back to being Mahomes. And, you know, the, the Chiefs offensive line takes a lot of crap. You know, everybody talks about the Eagles offensive line. The Chiefs offensive line is solid, particularly on the inside. The outside, the right tackle is a weak spot, but I think they'll have time to throw the football. And so I'm going to take, I'm going to take the Chiefs. I think they're going to score, but I also think the Eagles are going to score too. I think this is going to be a fun game. I think you'll see some high scoring offense, but in the end, I go with stars over the depth of the Eagles and I'll take the Chiefs. Side, um, I understand if, if Hertz doesn't look like Hertz from earlier in the season, then Eagles are probably sunk. But I think that with him getting a chance to get healthy, healthier as well, you know, Mahomes has gotten to recuperate from his injury. Hertz has gotten that same amount of time. Um, I think he could be a little bit better here. I think this is a much easier matchup for him than the San Francisco defense going into that game, um, where we knew he probably was going to look pretty bad in, in that matchup, and uh, they still won running away anyway. Um, Philly's offensive line, one of the best in the league. I can't see Kansas City's defensive line having the same success they had last week, um, where the offensive line issues of Cincy also affected the run game. Running backs had just 14, 41 yards on 13 carries. Um, so I don't think you're going to do that. You're, you're going to be able to do that against this Philadelphia run game. And, and I, it might come down to which team can get ahead, because if the Eagles fall behind, I don't know if they're situated to come back on the Chiefs. And if the Eagles get ahead, you know, the Chiefs could rally if Mahomes is at his best. So you probably have the advantage in that one there. I just think this Eagles team is strong top to bottom. I think the defense isn't given enough credit now that they're healthy. Um, that secondary particularly had not been healthy for much of the year. They played an awesome job, even, you know, you, you give the quarterback allowances last week. Um, but they, I think they're really strong in the, in, in the secondary, actually, on, on most levels. And they're going to be the difference maker here. The Chiefs aren't going to score as many points as people believe. I actually have their team total under 25 and a half. Um, as one of my plays, so I'm, I'm on the opposite side of Pete on that that front too. But taking the the Eagles money line minus 125, I would wait to play it because um, as we get closer to Sunday, people are going to be betting the Chiefs money line and they're going to be betting the Eagles spread. Um, I think, and it's going to get out of whack. And in Super Bowls, the favorite tends to be a pretty good value on the money line because it's a little bit different betting than a normal game. So I would wait to play them. But at minus 125, it kind of fits our window of what well, we do best bets on here. So I took them. Yeah, I was going to ask you that, RJ, actually, and to see if – because I like the Eagles as well. Um, I, I don't think that you can definitively say – anybody who tells you, like, like, this is just what's going to happen and this team is going to definitely win, like, that's – to me, that that sort of analysis with this particular Super Bowl, when you talk about this kind of line – it just doesn't like one. It, I don't think it. I don't think it fits the, the 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 reality. Like the narrative doesn't fit the reality. And then two, very rarely do we see a situation where, you know, you have this kind of point spread, like a Broncos and, and Seahawks game, and the Broncos just get absolutely you know, blitzkrieged out, out of oblivion. Like I don't. I think when you, like the, the defenses here are good. And Philly has, you know, this this all-time sack number behind only the 84 and 85 Bears in terms of their total sacks for a season. Uh, and could catch one of them, I suppose, in theory, or maybe actually both of them. But, like, I, I, you know, this isn't a case where the Legion of Boom is just going to lock down an offense and the other team is just going to be unable to score. Like, I think there are going to be a bunch of points. I'm with Pete on the over here. I think we see a back and forth between these two sides. And, you know, if, if Mahomes gets down – he ain't just going to go away. I mean, I know we saw that a little bit. You know, we saw that with Tampa in, in that Tampa Super Bowl against the Buccaneers, but I would just be really surprised given the state of this offensive line for the Chiefs much better than it was back then if we just – and even with the receiving cores diminished, like I would just be shocked if the Chiefs just completely 
you know, got just smoked, you know, by, by the by the Eagles here. So uh, I'm, I'm with RJ on the money line. I think minus 125 is the play. When you look at minus one and a half, minus 110, uh, you're paying a bit of a price to get up there and get the, but you get the win. You don't have to worry about that spread in the event that there's, you know, they're down two and kick a field goal and you, you really hate yourself because you're on the right side, but, but took the wrong bet. Um, and I think the over is a good look. You know, if, if one of the sides gets up big, then maybe you come back on a live under, depending on which side it is, because of just how you know Andy Reid the lead in the second half tends to really run the ball, and and Philly of course has a great run game. It could certainly slow things down. Don't really want to take an under if I'm if I'm running to Patrick Mahomes, but I'm on the Eagles. Uh, you know, I think pretty big, and uh, and the over here at fifty one. Hey, you know we talk a lot about the Eagles' pass rush, and it, it is the best in the league. But who was second in the league in sacks? The Chiefs. I thought oh. they were third. I thought they were third. Oh, I, I thought like, they were second. They had 55, didn't they? I think they were yeah, second. They, they had a big number. I thought they were third. But, I mean, it's half of a half of, you know, six to one, half of and, he, and here's And here's the other thing. For as great as the Eagles' offensive line perception is, how many sacks do you think they gave up this year? Um, a decent amount. I mean, you know, Hertz runs around a little bit, and so you can, you catch him before he gets crossed. I think it's scrimmage. 44. I think, if I'm not mistaken, I think it was 44. That's not that's not nothing. I mean, that would be that would be top. That's significant. That'd be top ten in the league in terms of like you know if you were the, if you're that's like, significant. I think it. I, I'm not. I can't swear to that. RJ, maybe you can look it up, but I think it was 44. Yeah, which means like if we get a new game script where the Chiefs get ahead and the Eagles are playing from behind, then I think I'm, I'm yeah. hammering the 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 live line on the Chiefs because the Eagles just aren't you know um, set up to come back like that, and and we can maybe expose them a little bit and get some sacks there. Yeah. So. Yeah, here's okay. another thing why I like the Chiefs a little bit. I think Spagnola is going to have something special on Sunday. Mm. Now, what, what do you he, think he's going to cook up? I think he's going to play something. He's going to blitz a lot more than he has all year because he hasn't blitzed as much this year, but I think he's going to blitz a lot more because Hurts has struggled against the blitz. But I think he's going to come up with something like the Patriots did to Jared Goff and the Rams a couple years ago where he played the the – bare front with the outside guys up on the line of scrimmage. I, I jokingly said it the other day. You remember at all the right moves, the 6-2 stack monster? Similar where you take away the run game, get your guys up the field, because the Eagles offense is predicated on getting those linemen moving. So if you penetrate and don't allow them to move, then I think you you kind of impact what they can do in the run game. And, and I, personally, I would take away their run game and dare those guys to be – if they beat me, they beat me, the outside guys. But if you can't run the ball, I think that's going to put a lot of pressure on on that offense, that passing game. And so that's what I would do, and I think he's going to come up with something similar to that. Uh, by, by the way, Billy does confirm 44 sacks. Great call, Pete, on that number. Um, yeah, I mean, look, if you – that's why I think it's really interesting, RJ, to see what the Eagles come out of the gate doing on offense because if you want to try and play that sort of chess, you know, in the, you know, the game within the game, and, you know, you are – and you throw the, you know, you 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 assume the Chiefs are going to try and take away the run. You want to run it. Do you do you try and be physical? Do you try to out out muscle the Chiefs, or do you say, all right, we're going to go up top early, force you to back off of trying to stop the run, and then run the football? Yeah, we saw last year with the Eagles, you know, with a, a not as good Eagles team that even when teams try to stop their run, it didn't matter because they were just elite at, at executing. And so that could be the case that that happens here. But if they do have to pass, 
I do think they could still have some success provided Hertz just isn't a complete like, you know, minus in the passing game, um, which some people, I guess, tend to think that he could be based on how he's looked these last few weeks. But the Chiefs defense has allowed the most pass touchdowns to quarterbacks in the regular season, 33 and the second place at 29. So a little pretty decent margin that they were first place there. Hertz threw multiple touchdowns in nine of 17 games in the regular season um, or in, in total what he's played. And with Mahomes on the other sideline, you can't take the foot off the gas. I think he could keep throwing if they find something that works. Um, and I think it's also possible those rookie Chiefs cornerbacks, I know Peter will probably talk them up because they played pretty well. You know, he's dug into the tape a lot more than I have. Um, but, you know, this is the Super Bowl and it's possible the moment is, is too big for one of them. You rely on so many rookies that, you know, maybe one of them gets caught out here in this game. So I like one of my be- other best bets. We'll get in line, no more into props. It hurts to go over one and a half passing touchdowns. It's shaded to the under, but I like the over at minus 109 um, with with him having multiple touchdowns. This is what I think is a good matchup here. I, I would agree with you on that one, RJ. I think, like I said, I think there's going to be points scored. He, he, you know, you mentioned those young corners. I'm curious to see how he plays Legereus Sneed because Sneed has played inside against Jacksonville. They lined him up inside. He played the slot. But he's played most of the year on the outside. So when you have a run team like the Eagles, do you want Snead down? Because he's a pretty physical mm. guy and can play in, the, play in the run game. So I'll be curious early on to see how they play him. Uh, but I, I agree. I, I think Hertz is going to go over that number as well. I'm not going to put in his best bet, but I agree with you, RJ. I, th- I do think they're going to – I think they're going to be forced to – I think they're going to force him to throw the football, and I think he, you're going to get that number. All right, I'll tell you what. Let's take a, uh, let's take a quick break. And we'll dive into some prop bets for the Super Bowl as well. For those that you know, trying to um, just to recap. So RJ, you're on the you're on the Eagles money line, but you want to wait until closer to the Super Bowl if you are betting it for the purposes. Like if you are if you are somebody who's listening to the show and trying to you want to tail RJ, which you should do, and not me, and you should be upset that I'm taking the Eagles as well. Um, wait till closer because you think the line's going to come down closer to, to even money. It'll probably be a pick. It might even close as a pick. It wouldn't be shocking at all. Uh, and then did you, and you have the chiefs team total under, uh, right? Yeah. Under 25 and a half. And I do say, I'm not going to put it in as official play here, but Hertz MVP at plus plus one twenty five I think is a better value than Eagles money line minus minus one twenty five because I think if they win um, that that's too big of a gap that I don't see anybody else coming in and taking it from him. It's more than likely he's going to get those two passing touchdowns and be the factor that, that they make in the MVP. Well, and I mean, just for, and, and I, agree, I agree with you there. I would just say for like to a small degree of clarity, like, if I mean, if you're, I mean, maybe split that bet up, right? So that way, that way, you know, I mean, right. it would suck if you like hammer. If you let's say you're putting three units on the, you wanted to put three units on the Eagles to win the Super Bowl, and you put three units on Hurts to win MVP, and then the Eagles win, and somebody steals it from him. Like, I don't think that'll happen. Peter, are you voting for the MVP in the Super Bowl? No, I don't vote for the MVP in the Super Bowl. Do we know? Do we know how many people it is? It's only a handful. It's like a small five. number of people yeah. in. To, I mean, to RJ, like, again, Hertz is more than likely going to win it if the Eagles win. If, if there's some massive defensive performance from, like, a Fletcher Cox or, you know, a, you know or a, a, a running back goes absolutely ape or A.J. Brown scores. Or he gets two touchdown. interceptions, like, in the, you know, Larry Brown shows up or uh, – Yeah, or Malcolm Dexter, Smith. Dax, Dexter Jackson. Yeah, like, if you have a – so, I mean, like, that's that's the only thing I would say is, like, if you get – if you somehow got that kind of Super Bowl where – you know, you know, like we got with the um, with with Tom Brady and the Bucks against Mahomes, like where the defense shows up and shuts down the Chiefs, and the run game is the primary, you know, reason why the the Eagles win. Like that, I mean, do you agree with that, RJ? You would split it up. I, I mean, I'm not I'm not doubting that Hurts is more than likely to win. Just I don't want anybody to get torched. If you do want to, but who was the Super Bowl MVP in that Super Bowl where the Chiefs oh, got uh, shut down? Tom Brady, right? Yeah. So I mean, yeah. even in that situation, they gave it to Tom Brady. Yeah, yeah, the only absolutely. way you're going to get it to defensive guys if he has a touchdown 
or like what Von Miller when he then he went at that one year when he yep. was with Denver yep. he had the sack fumble and the whole deal so yeah well, think, he had he had he had Peyton in like an okay run game it was just like all the defense it just shut down right right, right so I mean yeah for sure more than likely gonna be hurts I'm just throwing that out there if you want to um, if you want to hammer the Eagles like the idea of the hurts thing. But, you know, you, you, you just a little risk tolerance there. All right. Um, Pete has the Chiefs in the over, and I have the Eagles in the over. Okay, let's take a break. And when we come back, prop bets for Super Bowl 57. Next. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. He froze. Yeah, I'll go ahead. I since I already started on the Hertz, uh, I think he goes over the one half touchdowns and sounds like Pete's backing me up there because he thinks it's going to be a high scoring game. I just think that yeah, it, it, with those weapons and to back, talk about more on the MVP, if he gets a two passing touchdowns, I think that he's going to get it because they spread the ball around. I mean, you talk about the well, if a running back blows up, is it going to be Miles Sanders? I mean, Boston Scott's been effective. Ken- Kenneth Gainwell's going to be involved. Is it going to be AJ Brown? Well, Devontae Smith has a ton of catches too, and Dallas Goddard might have some key catches. So it's just so many people in the Eagles passing game that that it, and the running game that could um, add into that. So it just seems far and away that Hurts is going to be the best option there. So that's why um, I like him for MVP, and I, I think he's going to go over that one half pass touchdown you know you made a good point about the young secondary and they're they're good players they played really well all of them um but when you have an offense like the eagles have they're going to get aggressive and they're going to get come down and bite on things in the run game which will allow them to mm-hmm. hit some of those shots over the field so that, I, I like your your over the one and a half well, touchdowns for sure. I'll, that transitions perfectly into my second prop which is actually the opposite of hitting people over the top because i like longest touchdown yardage under 40 and a half yards at minus 105 i don't think there's going to be a long touchdown only two of the last eight super bowls had touchdowns of 35 plus yards philly had three all year of 41 plus yards one that was exactly 41 one was on a Minshew pass, which isn't a factor here, we hope. <laughs> you know, Hopefully he's not playing in this game. And the Chiefs had four touchdowns of 41-plus, one exactly 41, 142. So it's really like right around that number. So it just these offenses don't seem conducive to getting these big play touchdowns. You know, Maybe they'll hit a big play here and there, but not a touchdown. And these pass rushers are so good that are they going to have time for it to, to develop, you know, these plays to develop? I don't think so. So it's weird that this is actually shaded to the over 40-and-a-half when I think the under is a much better play at minus 105. Yeah, and the other thing, too, with that is, like, you know, on the on the Chiefs, you really just have one big play guy who's going to be available, and Marcus Valdez-Scantling. And with the Eagles, you know, you have A.J. Brown and Devontae Smith, Devontae Smith, both of whom could break big plays. But we've seen Jalen Hurts' his accuracy on these deep balls has not been great the last two weeks. So unless he, you know, dramatically improves from an injury standpoint, um, then, I, you know, I think you can look at that and say, yeah, maybe he's not able to hit those deep plays. I'll, I'll throw one out there. I like uh, Kenneth Gainwell – Anytime touchdown, it's a three and a half to one. 
maybe even four to four, plus three sixty or something like that. Um, I'm gonna throw that as a best bet. I need to get my units back up here after a uh, dismal showing in the conference championship uh, game. What about you, Pete? I got Jarek McKinnon over two and a half catches. Wow, I love that. And the reason I like it a lot is the Eagles play a ton of cover four. And when you play a ton of cover four, the flat is open. And you can get the ball to him in the flat and let him create with his legs. And I think that's going to be a problem for the Eagles because they do play so much cover four. And when you're playing a team with a pass rush like they have, you want to get the ball out of your hands. And he's their best guy in blitz protection, which means if you're throwing the football, he's going to be on the field even more. So uh, I like Jarek McKinnon over two and a half catches. Now that's been bouncing back and forth between two and a half and three and a half. So it's heavily juiced on the two and a half over it. I think minus 160 right now when I was when I was updating the numbers from Caesar. So if it was three and a half, would you still like it at plus odds? Yes. I think he's going to get five catches. Uh, I'm going to tell you on that one, Pete. I, I like the I, I think this is a McKinnon game. So uh, as much as you probably don't want me to, I will add that as a best bet as well. Oh, it's done. He's going to get one catch and go out at halftime. <laughs> you made the most. <laughs> <laughs> so on, on the Brinson play, this isn't an official pick for me because it's a little, bit, a little bit more of a long shot. And I didn't want to throw a bunch of this in there. You're talking about Kenneth Gainwell. He was around 240, 250 on Caesars. The guy that's twice his odds that plays the same position for the same team as Boston Scott. Um, and I think he's a bigger red zone factor for them. He had touchdowns in each, each of the last three games. All of them were in the first half. So it's not garbage time. You know, it's, it's when you got work to do in the first half and all were within 10 yards of the goal line. Gainwell has one touchdown since November and it was a fluky play. 35-yard rush with two minutes left of a blowout. Typically, you're not scoring touchdowns in that situation, but he got one in there. So, you know, it, it didn't really feel like it was in the flow of the game. Um, typically, that's just going to be tackled and the game runs out there because it was a blowout. So Scott's seen a pretty steady snap rate the last four games, higher than the rest of the year in the, the around the 30s, you know, playing a third of the time. Uh, if he gets that same work here, I think he's in line to score a touchdown again because he's been more of a factor, as much of a factor as, as Miles Sanders, if we're being honest, these last few weeks, and really better than Gainwell where he's, you know, twice the odds of Gainwell. So plus 500, I didn't want to lock it in as a best bet here since we don't really do units. We just do the, the record, but uh, I would definitely play that one. Another one I have is Mahomes over his passing yards. It's, what is it now, 294 when I saw I it? I saw 297 earlier today on Caesars. Yeah, I still think he's going over that. And, and here's why. I think what's happened to him is the evolution of a quarterback. Mm-hmm. That wild, crazy, run-around, fun quarterback that we love to watch, eventually he had to get tamed a little bit. And I think the injury and maturity and no Tyreek Hill have have tamed him into the quarterback that he is now. Yeah, he can still move, but now he stands in there and goes to his progressions and gets to his checkdowns and everything else. And I think that, again, the cover four, you have to be patient, and he's going to be patient. And that's the difference between Patrick Mahomes. I think he's going to throw it, throw it, throw it, throw it, throw it, and he's going to get, like you said, there's probably not going to be a lot of giant plays in the passing game for them. But they're going to get a lot of plays in the passing game. And I think that's why I think he's going to go over that number. So you're really looking at like his um, pass attempts too. You're probably like that over 30 yes. and a half. Yes. It's going to be a, a 40, 40 plus game. Pass yeah, completions I, I, over 25 and a half would probably be the same thing. Yeah, I was, I was about to, I just had just like Billy said, I want the over on Patrick Mahomes over pass attempts 38 and a half. I think, I think you're right on Pete. And it's part of it is, you know, you lose Tyreek Hill. And, you, you know, obviously Travis Kelsey, a huge factor in their offense, but all these different weapons have sort of changed up the way that he plays the quarterback position. It's made him a better quarterback. Um, so I'll take the over 38 and a half passing attempts from Mahomes. I'm going to go and throw on the over receiving yards. Um, 
actually, I guess in theory, you could do rush receiving yards if you wanted to, because it's the same number. Um, I don't think that they'll use Juju Smith-Schuster in the rushing game. But if you get the same number on rush yards and receiving yards, why not play the rushing and receiving in case they do them like an end around or something like that? You never know. Or, you know, it's a backwards pass. Like, you know, whatever, for whatever reason, like just go ahead and play the rushing receiving yards at the same number. I think this might be Juju's been chirping a little bit this week. He's you know, trash talking Philly cheesesteaks. I think we see a little bit of a Juju game here, um, especially with the, the Eagles pass rush and Juju being that underneath weapon. You want to get the ball out quickly. You know, yeah, you're you're going to tell people to do that, and then he's going to have like a negative play on that that end around, and you're going to miss your thing by like two two yards. You know. By the way, Thanks, back to you guys with the with the attempts. Remember, they throw all those little inside shovel passes all the yep. time, and those are those are you know they look like runs, but they're they're passes. By the way, I wanted to add one one last uh, sure. prop, and I mean it's not a number prop, but it's the Super Bowl MVP. Take a flyer on Chris Jones. I like that. I think he's plus what five thousand, isn't it? Yeah, I think he was fifty to one last time I checked. I'll look yeah. at the number right now. No. And here's why: Landon Dickerson can be beat, and I think he's going to line up on him a lot. And and I think in pass protection, he's good in the run game, but I think in pass protection, he can wreck. He can be a wrecker. And so take a flyer because if there is one defensive guy, let's be real: if there's a defensive guy that's going to win it, it could be a guy that can get two or three sacks and you know knock the ball out. Or, or, you know, a guy that gets the big play in the interception. So take a flyer on him. I think it, is it 50 to 1? I think it's 50 to 1. 50 to 1, yeah. And if the Eagles aren't yeah. scoring very many points, there's going to be the narrative building with the people I put on the board. Like, you know, remember that Super Bowl that, that Chris Jones was a beast and he looked like the MVP, you know, leading up to it. And he didn't win it at the end, but they'll be like, maybe this is the year we should give it to him if he's having another big right. game. So take a yeah, flyer. Yeah, because you could you definitely make the case against the Niners that Mahomes should not have been the MVP that Daryl Williams or Chris Jones should have won. And so if that, you know, if the, you have the same people who are primarily the same voters, not that many years ago might say, all right, let's get, you know, let's get Jones back for, for missing that on that last one. And, and here's the other thing in the run game, he could end up with a couple tackles behind the loss where he just slips behind the block. He's so quick. And it's in the way they move, you know, the Eagles, what they want to do is they want to pin you and move. So they, if you beat the pin, then you're going to make a big play in the backfield. I, I think he's got a chance to have one of those games where you look back on it and you go, oh, my gosh, he had three tackles of her losses and in two sacks and maybe knocks a ball loose or something. One of those games. So why not take a flyer at 50 to one? Yeah, the problem is if you think it's going to be a higher higher score. I mean, it's a fifty to one, so it's just a fun bet. Yeah, anyway. fifty to one. It's but, just but, fun. I'm not. I wouldn't. Yeah, you know, if it was ten to one, yeah. no. But fifty to one. You but but fly. you have like a higher. You're predicting yeah. over and a higher scoring game. If it's a, you if it gets over fifty one points, I don't think he's winning. But you get a turnover here and there and uh, leads a short field. You know, pick it up and run with it. I mean, there's always a possibility. I just think it's a fifty to one shot. It's a, there's always a. You got to take a flyer on a defensive guy. Yeah. Um, another one I like, we talked about it in, in the early show with Brinson. Uh, Kelsey scores a touchdown. It's minus 113 right now. It's the best bet yeah. for me. Touchdown in every playoff game the last two years, eight of his last nine playoff games. Philly's defense hasn't allowed much production to tight ends, but they haven't faced very many good ones. It's like Dalton Schultz, Pat Fryermuth, and, and who else? And, and Kelsey is his own beast anyway. He's, he's a category all to himself. They got TJ Hawkinson once early in the season, I think. Hawkinson, the, yeah, that first game yep. that uh, that they went up huge there. Um, but also a lean, again, not a, not a lot play because it's a Super long shot here, but I have a best long shot bets pro, uh, article up at Sportsline with five long shot plays. One of them is Kelsey to score three plus touchdowns at plus twenty three hundred. 
He had just one three touchdown game entering 2022. It was that Houston game um, where they fell behind 24, nothing. I think it was. And then they scored like 50 points um, after that. And he had three touchdowns in the second quarter, but this year, because of the con- the condensing of who gets the ball because of uh, Tyreek Hill being out and the, the secondary options not being as good. He's had two, three touchdown games because he's featured so much. If you, they find a matchup he can exploit. He just keeps scoring these touchdowns. And I think the pop games can tend to be more likely with no Tyreek. And that could be the case here. We think the Eagles have a good defense, but if Mahomes just finds something that's working, maybe he's just scoring a bunch of touchdowns. So I like him to score three touchdowns at, at 23 to one. Those other plays, I'm not going to share them, share them here, but one of them is 200 to one. If you want to go over to a sports line and check them out. Hey, let me sports ask you line. something. What, is there a prop for like Frank Clark getting a sack? Yeah, yeah, there is actually. I think uh, okay I mean, uh, because history tells you he's getting a sack. In, Will Frank Clark re- record a sack? Yes, plus one thirty-five. Make it the best bet, Pete. Here, here's why: in eleven games with the Chiefs, he has in the playoffs, he has ten and a half sacks. I mean, the guy's a, the guy. That's it's an in, it's an insult to an indictment of him that he's a different player in the postseason. People say, "Oh, he rises up." Well, then why didn't he do it in the regular season? Right. So. But I think I'll make it a best bet. Give him a sack um, plus one thirty-five. I like it. All right, uh, I'm out. Of, I'm out of props in my computer, which is um, char- is plugged into the roadcaster with my power cord. Because I have one more best. Yep. I have one more best bet, and then a few more leans if we want to okay. talk about them. Yeah, fire away. Few of them, but best bet. Okay, so the jersey number of the first touchdown score. The line is set at eleven and a half. So if you take the under, which is where it's juiced to a minus one thirty-five, you get Jalen Hurts. A.J. Brown, Devontae Smith, Isaiah Pacheco, Jarek McKinnon, and the top two Chiefs receivers. Sounds like a great group. You know, if on the other side you get Travis Kelsey and, right, uh, right. and Mahomes and, you know, the, the all the Eagles running backs and Dallas Goddard and so a lot more ancillary players. So um, you that's why it's juice to the under. People see that Hurts, Brown, Devontae Smith group, and they're like, I like that. You know, I, even if I, I don't get Travis Kelsey, I like that. But even if Philly scores first, 1-11 to 11 have that those numbers, that 1-11 to 11 had 57.8% of their touchdowns in the regular season. And that's right at the break-even rate for that minus 135 price. The Chiefs, far more weighted on the over, um, obviously with Kelsey there, 35.6%. So if you combine them, the one to eleven with these two teams combined, all their touchdowns they scored on the offensive side of the ball in the regular season is forty six and a half percent. And so you're getting the you have to play the minus price to get forty six and a half percent, or you can do what I'm doing, play over eleven and a half plus one hundred five and get over the fifty percent. So I think it's just great value. You're not going to find value like that. People are seeing those big names on the Hertz Brown Smith side and ba- ba- banging the under when I think the over is the play here. Especially you got the favorite now and Kelsey in your bag too. So. I'm playing that one as my last best bet. And then you want to go through the leans? Yeah, fire away. I mean, like legitimately, like just because of technical, like a technical issue that I forgot about with the re- with the recorder thing I've got, I have like 3% on my computer. So there's a chance that I just disappear. Right. So Hertz MVP, I already talked about. Take your Boston time, Scott. but I'm just telling you. Boston Scott scored a touchdown I already talked about. We talked a little bit about first quarter going over nine and a half points on, on last Monday. Um, for the longest time, the narrative was team start slow in Super Bowl, but and and that it's going to actually connect to my last lean that I'm going to talk about. But the last three Super Bowls got to 10 points within the final minute of the first quarter. And these are two solid offenses, obviously, best quarterback in the league in Mahomes and a great running game in the Eagles. So I think Philly, one of them gets a touchdown, one of them gets a field goal. We get over the nine and a half at minus 130. Last lean is no score in the first six minutes. It's minus Ooh. 145. I don't want to make it a best bet. A little bit too juicy to make it a best bet for me on this podcast, but I would love playing it. There's been no score in the first seven minutes of the last six Super Bowls. 
and these teams tend to start slow after the long buildup in pregame. You guys know you cover the game so much waiting once, oh, the, once, so that, much once waiting. things start. Much more different than a regular season game. Anything else that they've experienced. So um, it just these these games tend to start slow because of it. That's why that trend is happening. And then you look at these two teams. Both of them last gave up a score in the first six minutes of a game on the same day. But that day was November twentieth, all the way back wow. to week eleven. So we're talking like two and a half months, th- three months, you know, since then. Um, it, they just don't give up the, these early scores. And then you put the context of the Super Bowl in it. Even at minus 145, it's too too light of juice for me. I think it should be a lot higher. So I would bang that if, if you can get a price of minus 145, probably all the way up to minus 165. Love it. Pete, you got anything else? No, nope, that's it for me. That's it for me too. All right. That's the best bets. We got plenty of action there for you. You can see them all on the screen now. Um, I'll go through really quickly. Pete has the Chiefs plus one and a half in the over. Mahomes over passing yards. McKinnon over catches Frank Clark to record a sack plus 135. RJ, Philly money line. Wait until closer to the game because it probably gets a little bit lower. Kansas City team total under 25 and a half. Hurts over one and a half passing touchdowns. Longest touchdown yardage under 40 and a half. Kelsey scores a touchdown minus 113. I've got Eagles and the over. McKinnon over catches. Gainwell anytime TD. That's like four, almost four to one. Abel Holmes over passing attempts. You can tell us on Juju Smith Schuster over uh, receiving, rush receiving yards 36 and a half uh, for me as well. And I, and I, as, as we said on the early show, the first, when we first did it, I love that Kelsey to score a touchdown anytime too. That's just too light given his role in that offense. And you know, what we think may be an exploitable matchup with the Eagles defense and tight ends. Okay, that'll do it for us. As promised, Pete Crisco. Sure, I was late, but we got it done in 30 minutes, just like I told you. Yeah, because your computer's going off. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can thank Devo for not packing the right cord. Uh, thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. For RJ, for Pete, I'm Brinson. We will see you guys later. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.